Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. So good morning, sisters and brothers. God is good all the time. So we are in the second Sunday in ordinary time. Sisters and brothers, perhaps most of us have nicknames. You know, nicknames are popular descriptive titles given to people in addition to or in place of their regular names. For for example, uh, Babe Ruth. I asked Deacon Babe Ruth, what year? 1920s. 30s, 1927, Father, the, the record of Babe, Babe, Babe Ruth. It is called the Sultan of Swat in baseball. So that's the reason, Deacon, I ask you. Because during what year, Deacon, is Babe Ruth famous here in America? So 1920s and 30s. Michael Jordan is Air Jordan. Because when he played basketball, he's flying. So if you're a tennis fan, Rafael Nadal is a raging bull in tennis. So Roger Federer, he just retired. The goat of tennis, greatest of all times in tennis. So Teddy Roosevelt is the bull moose among presidents. General Patton is an old blood and guts in the military. So, so sisters and brothers, nicknames usually capture some key characteristic or attitude of a person's identity or to give a condensed description of their outstanding qualities. So that's the nickname. So Ivan Terrible or Attila the Hans, you can say, conjures the image of ferocity and violence. So Attila the Hans is the scourge of war, uh, the scourge of God. Whereas the little flower, Therese of Lisieux, reminds us of gentleness and kindness, Childless, childlikeness, attitude. So, I'm giving you these sisters and brothers because the gospel today, the readings, gives us biblical nicknames of Jesus. In the first reading, the prophet Isaiah calls Jesus as God's servant. And he he proceeds to identify his mission. What's the mission of Jesus according to the prophecy of Isaiah? Through his servant, the Lord will show his glory, gather Israel back to himself, and reveal his light to all the nations. So that's the mission of Jesus according to Isaiah. So in the gospel, very interesting, extraordinary title given by St. 
by John the Baptist to Jesus. John the Baptist called Jesus as the Lamb of God. And then John the Baptist too goes on to describe the mission of this Lamb of God, the Savior. The Lamb of God will take away the sin of the world. And he was baptized with the Holy Spirit and demonstrate that he is in fact God's chosen one. So sisters and brothers, according to Bible scholars, the word lamb, the evangelist John draws together overtones of meaning from Old Testament prophecy. Passover practices and the apocalyptic hopes of the times. So first, the Old Testament prophecy. If you read Isaiah chapter 53, that the suffering servant, servant is crushed for our sins and led like a lamb to the slaughter. So nevertheless, because of his suffering, he will take away the sins of many and win pardon for their offenses. That's the prophecy of Isaiah, of this lamb. The second is about Passover, practices of the Jewish people. As we know, every year, the Jew reenacted the Paschal story of Exodus chapter 12. They slaughter a year-old lamb, male lamb, without blemish, and sprinkle it blood on their door spot, door post. Then they that the Lord would pass over their home as he destroyed the Egyptian. So pass over. And that's what we, you know, in the, in the, in the Mass, in the Eucharist, the Lamb is there. Actually, in the Mass, the most, that what matters in the altar, in the, in the altar, is the altar table during the Mass because we're going to sacrifice the Lamb, the Lamb of God to be sacrificed to take away the sins of the world. So what, that's what we've been doing every time we celebrate that's holy sacrifice of the Mass. That's why we call it holy sacrifice of the Mass. The Lamb, the Lamb is the victim, the victim who is the Lamb of our Lord Jesus Christ. So the third is the, the Lamb is the apocalyptic, in the apocalyptic literature, in the book of Revelation, the Lamb is first slain as a victim, for our redemption, but then becomes a victorious conqueror who takes his seat upon God's throne. If you read book of Revelation, it's very prominent about the Lamb. So sisters and brothers, now that we know where John the Baptist got his name for Jesus from the Old Testament, so the lesson we can learn is that, let's face it, that the Lamb of God is not exactly a popular title of Jesus suggesting strength. You know, suggesting strength just like 
Richard the Lionheart, the title of the King of England. But if we look more closely, sisters and brothers, we will see that the title Lamb of God does in fact stand for courage because of the sacrifice of willingness to be sacrificed to save other people, to save the world, the humanity. So although the suffering servant in Isaiah 53 went in silence to this sacrifice, he also went in strength and by his own choice, willingness to be sacrificed. So as followers of Jesus, sisters and brothers, this is the lesson we can learn is we can take up our cross freely. That's why Jesus would do. If you want to follow me, take up your cross daily. Not yearly, not monthly, not weekly, but daily. Daily we have to cross it freely with dignity and strength as we carry his cross, our suffering also, his struggles. So sisters and brothers, the Paschal Lamb was a means of liberation of God's chosen people from the oppression of Egypt. So to be as a disciple of Jesus also, the Lamb implies that we accept the challenges of liberation. So sisters and brothers, the Lamb of the book, in the book of Revelation is a conquering Lamb, a Lamb who makes war on poverty and hunger, and who battles against immorality and corruption. So we witness to the Lamb every time we fight for human rights, stand up for decency, and protest for incompetence. So sisters and brothers, the Lamb of God is more than a nickname of Jesus. The Lamb of God is a challenge for all of us Christian followers of Jesus to keep on taking away the sins of the world so that it can truly be baptized with the Holy Spirit because all of us, we were baptized by the power of the Holy Spirit. So as we continue with the Mass, this is the, our prayers and intention that we really indeed be witnesses as followers of the Lamb of God, witnesses to our faith as we continue with the Mass. This is the prayer that we ask the power of the Holy Spirit. God is good all the time. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanneaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.